are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend, even though I know you didn't because Arkansas lost to LSU in a very frustrating and annoying way. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you still had a good weekend. <clears throat> maybe I'm looking too negative or less than optimistic about it, but still, it was uh, frustrating. It was a very frustrating game to watch. It was a very frustrating game to, to cover and to talk about. And I know that all of you have your own opinions on the matters and, and which we'll talk about uh, in this segment, we'll also get into the big news dealing with Arkansas and Missouri coming up in the next segment as well. And, and just, man, there's just a lot of things. There's a lot of things we got to talk about. And so I'm going to try to get through it uh, case by case and give you my opinions on the matters and, uh, you know, some of the things and reasons why Arkansas lost this game and all that. Because I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying very, very hard to not get too upset about officiating. Let's be honest. Arkansas did not lose this game because of poor officiating. You want to know why Arkansas lost? Arkansas lost because they only had the ball for 18 minutes. The entire game. 18 minutes. They lost because they went 0 for 10 on third down. 0 for 10 on third down. And LSU goes 12 of 24. You know, they were at, they lost this game because they were out, what was it, like six defensive linemen? And Arkansas had to play three down linemen the entire time which, you know, was really frustrating for, for Razorback fans and how things were done. But I mean, there, there, there's things you can point to and say that, uh, you know, Arkansas lost this game because of these facts. And those are facts. Like, no excuses, no, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, you di- direct the attention away. It's as simple as those reasons right there. Arkansas lost the game because of that. However, that being said, here is my problem with officiating, and I know that if you want to hear me talk about the game, that's fine, and which we'll do also, but here, here's my take on this, when it, about the officiating, we'll leave it at this. Mark Curls should never work in the SEC again. He should never work as an, as a, in a Razorback football game ever again. This should have been the way in the very beginning. It should have happened after 2009, and it doesn't need to ever happen again. I do not understand. I do not understand how review process and replay process have been so bad that they continue to get it wrong day after day, game after game for different teams in this conference. And unfortunately, Arkansas has just been the one that's had the, the brunt of it. I do not understand why, how does this continue to happen for Arkansas? Like The, uh, the whole point of officiating and, and replay is to get the call right and yet this play with Jalen Catalan where he got ejected for targeting was not targeting under any circumstance, in any regard, in any way, shape, form. Does not matter. There's a, By the rules, that is 0% absolutely not targeting. They reviewed it. They said, yeah, that's targeting. Jalen Catalan's ejected, and he's suspended for the first half against Missouri. Sweet. But then there was a fumble that happened. Arkansas got possession of the football. You know how I know they got possession of the football when that ball was fumbled? Because Joe Fouché came out with the ball. He had the ball in his hands. Like, he, he left the pile, and he had, hey, hey, here's the ball. I got it. Well, that's what? They reviewed it. And they said, uh, yeah, um, 
we couldn't tell who really had the ball. Oh, okay. Well, what about the player that you know left the pile with the ball? Is that not good enough for you? Yeah. Well, we can't tell. It's 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 kind of you know it's a little blurry in there with our replay system. So uh, sorry. Oh, and also uh, on, on a very pivotal drive for Arkansas, well, we're going to call tripping. You know that call that literally never gets called ever, and Arkansas seems to get it more so than not, which is twice within the past, at this point, six years, and that's still more than most other teams. You can probably remember the tripping call that went against Dan Skipper and against Texas A&M in 2014, I believe. Did you know, folks, that that was the only tripping call made in the SEC that year? That call? Yeah, it's true. And then this uh, this play where they called it on Traylon Smith. Did you know that no other time in SEC this year tripping has been called? But it was called there. And 100% he did not trip. He didn't trip. He didn't trip the guy. It was a clean block. There was no penalty there. But they called a penalty anyway. Now, again, this didn't decide the game. But what it does tell me and what it does decide for me is that the SEC, for whatever reason, loves to put up with incompetence at the officiating level. They love the fact that, you know what, even though, even though we know that this clown named Mark Curls has screwed over Arkansas over and has a history of doing it, we're still going to let him referee games. You know why? Because why not? We got to screw over Arkansas, so let this big stupid dumb do it. Eh, they hate him anyways. Who cares? Let him do it anyways. And he screws up time and time again. The SEC is, is a joke when it comes to officiating. You are the premier conference in every regard. But when it comes to officiating, you can't tell a difference between your rear end and a hole in the ground. Because you're out here just thinking that, well, it doesn't matter as much. Or even if it does, there's no transparency again. There's no, there's no reason for anyone to stand up and say, nah, I screwed it up. Hey, Mark Curls, oh man, you screwed up that game. You really made some bad calls. That's okay, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Oh, how are you going to take care of it? Yeah, we just won't say anything. Don't even address it. Just, eh. Whatever. Sorry. Oh, you get us. No, you don't even get a sorry. You don't even get an apology. You get nothing. You get nothing. All you get is saying like, ah, well, crap happens. Sorry. We're going to just ignore you. And pro- they probably apologize to Mark Curls. Hey, man, sorry that you're having to hear about so much from Razorback fans. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know, I really hope. I hope that I go to SEC Media Days next year, assuming that they have them. And hopefully they have them in the uh, same format that they've had in previous years. I really hope so. Because when I go there, and every time I've gone there, I've been able to sit down with Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC. And next year, assuming that it all happens and assuming I get to sit down with him once again, there's going to be two things that I ask him about. Two major things I ask him about. One of them being, how did you justify giving Arkansas, Florida, and Georgia on their schedule this past year? What, what format? Why did you do that? And two, why is it that officiating consistently is incompetent in this conference, yet nothing is done about it? Nothing is done about it. Why, why are we even doing this? Why even have replay? Why even do anything? Why? If all it's going to amount to is nonsense BS that you you come out here and you just say nothing, or if you do say something, it's, hey, you guys were the one that was wrong, okay? Our guys made the right call. Yeah, it was you. You're, you're the idiots. You guys thought it was a fumble. 
Yeah, no, it, it wasn't a fumble because it, it it wasn't a fumble because you have to fumble it, and it wasn't a fumble. So, uh, yeah, you, you know, jokes on you. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I am sick and tired of having to constantly, constantly talk about officiating in SEC games for Arkansas. I'm sick of it. We've done it twice this year, and there's no reason for it. In a time during COVID-19 where everyone's trying their hardest to get teams to play, to get players to play, everyone's busting their butts to try to do the best that they can, but yet the officiating make the call to say, yeah, let's eject Jalen Catalan and let's suspend him for the first half against another SEC opponent, even though we watch the replay and know that it's not targeting. Let's just do that. It's so totally unfair, and it's bullcrap, and I'm sick of it. I am sick of having to talk about this stuff. I hope that this is the last time that I have to talk about it this year. For some reason, I don't think so, because you watch, Arkansas is going to line up against Bama for the game-winning touchdown, and they're going to beat Bama and go up 27-24, but the call's going to get thrown back because the clock operator messed up, and, and it was a delay of game, even though it wasn't, and then the, the officials are going to review it, and they're going to be like, oh, no, that's not a delay of game. But hold on, we got Arkansas sucks, and we hate them, so let's do this instead and give the ball to Bama and give them the win. Like, why not? Why wouldn't that happen? So anyways, that's my rant. It's the last time I'm talking about officiating. At least in this regard, I wanted to get off my chest. wanted to give the rant to everybody. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. We'll actually get into the game itself on the other side of the break. But first, you always have to feel like you're going, 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 right? But when you want to chill, especially this Thanksgiving holiday, that's what we all want to do during Thanksgiving. Just chill, relax, kick back, eat a bunch of food and watch some football. Coors Light is the beer to drink for you. It's amazing because it's cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It's all about cold. So if you're going to drink something that's cold and all about being cold, and it's literally made to chill, why not reach for it when you're trying to chill? It's the one I choose when I need to unwind. And I know this Thanksgiving holiday, it's definitely going to be the one I choose. Because let's be honest, dealing with family can be pretty stressful. I don't want to be stressed. I want to be chilling. And Coors Light's the way to do it. So when you need to hit that reset button, Reach for that beer that's made to chill. You can get it in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, folks, uh, enough about the officiating. Let's talk about the actual game itself. Arkansas loses 27-24. to they fall to three and five. The Golden Boot goes back to Baton Rouge. Unfortunately, uh, just not a fun time. There's not a fun time and a not a fun situation for Arkansas to to have that game, especially with they've been playing so well. In fact, this is the first game that Arkansas has lost this year where the other team wasn't just a better team. Uh, of course, Auburn will not count that one, but like Georgia, Georgia, Arkansas lost that game because they're not as good as Georgia or A and M or Florida. Like this was the first one that they lost where the other team just wasn't better. And it's frustrating because, again, as, as I mentioned in the beginning, Arkansas lost this because they go 0 of 10 on third downs and they have 18 minutes of time of possession. Like, right there is it. But on top of that, you have just some questionable I'm, – I'm not going to question the play calling in, in a high regard, but I am going to question the timing of some things. Like – 
LSU's giving up 335 yards passing per game. Felipe Franks throws for 339 yards. So he's right there at the average of what they're giving up. All right? That's fine. But the thing is, is that you had 26 passing attempts. 26 by Felipe Franks. How many rushes you had? 27. 27. You had one more rushing attempt than you did passing. And this rushing attack was not successful at all. Felipe Franks actually led the team in rushing. TJ Hammonds had one carry. Traylon Smith had nothing going on. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. I'm like, you knew that LSU's pass defense was so bad. Like, you knew that going into this game. And instead of focusing on that and going downfield and making this team pay, you tried to mix it up. And I understand establishing the run, but if the run ain't there, let Franks do his thing. Mike Woods had four catches for 140 yards. Traylon Burks had five catches for 91 yards. He had one catch for 51 yards by T.J. Hammonds. It was good to see him in the game and playing. Like, you had all these passes, these big plays that Arkansas had, and it got you excited, but you're like, why aren't you doing that more? LSU's defensive passing attack is terrible. And what you do, you really want to run a little more. Stop. Stop running, especially on the final drive. You ran too much. You have a a redshirt senior quarterback. Your best running back is out in Rakeem Boyd. You have two bona fide all-SEC caliber wide receivers in Mike Woods and Traylon Burks. Go to them. Throw them the ball. Get them in position to score. And instead playing this nonsense of, you know, you can't figure out what you want to do or what you want to be. And, and so that was really frustrating. Like, I know that Arkansas was down a bunch of defensive linemen, and that was absolutely a factor into this. And it was something that was very, very tough for them to, uh, to deal with and them to, to overcome. Like, I totally, totally understand that. But I, I wanted to see exploiting the weakness of LSU's defense more. Now, that's on Kendall Bryles. Uh, a lot of it is. And I've been somebody who's defended Kendall Bryles in a lot of ways. But... I, I was very disappointed in how a lot of this went. And I hope that for all intents and purposes, they learn from this and get better from it. But I don't know. Arkansas, LSU did not beat Arkansas. Arkansas beat themselves. And I'm not trying to take anything away from LSU. I'm just saying that Arkansas, they just, they could have played, this was a probably a C game for them. They could have played a B minus game and would have won handedly. You know, like, they didn't even have to play their A game to win this game. They just had to be a a little above average, and they would have won. But they weren't. They played arguably one of their worst games, or at least uh, decision-wise, had one of their worst games. So, it's tough, and it sucks, because you really wanted to beat LSU. You really wanted to feel good about going forward this season. You wanted all those feelings to happen, but unfortunately for Arkansas, it wasn't meant to be. Maybe next year. Maybe next year you'll finally be able to beat LSU, but... As of right now, the boot stays in Baton Rouge, and it kind of sucks that that's the fact. Uh, Before we take a commercial break and come back with the big news of today dealing with Arkansas football, I got to tell you about Built Bar. You know, Thanksgiving was about eating, right? Eating a lot and not necessarily eating healthy. But you need to pregame, you know? You need to kind of get ready for it a little bit. And by doing that, you kind of want to open up some stomach space. You know, if you're going to go all out, go all out on Thanksgiving. But luckily for you, Built Bar is a very convenient, very healthy, 
and very delicious snack that makes it a lot easier to feel better about yourself and to actually eat something that tastes good. They have 18 different flavors, and it's also for all you health-conscious people. Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, that's what it's all about. And I enjoy them immensely. I eat them before every show, and I'm, I'm off to the races. I feel good. I feel better. It makes my workouts better. And it tastes amazing. It's almost illegal how good it tastes for the amount of protein and calories that are in it. But here's the special offer for all of you. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. No matter how much you order, order all of it. Order the entire store if you wanted to. If you enter that promo code LOCKEDON, you get 20% off. Simple as that. So again, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Make it happen, folks. This Thanksgiving, again, promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Got some sad news, folks. Arkansas done a really good job through the first eight games of this season, not having any postponements or cancellations. But unfortunately, that's all come to an end as the Arkansas at Missouri football game this Saturday has been postponed, resulting in rescheduling games that include Vanderbilt playing at Missouri this weekend instead and also the postponement of Tennessee and Vanderbilt. So both Tennessee and Arkansas can't uh, play these games because of uh, COVID-19 dealing with positive tests, contact tracing, subsequent quarantining of individuals, yada, yada, yada. So Arkansas is not going to be playing this weekend, which you know I'm okay with, honestly, because after seeing like what the defensive line struggled with without having enough players out there, I am 100% fine with them trying to just make sure they get healthy uh, before all this goes down. But uh, I was disappointed that you know Arkansas couldn't field the team, but you know I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, and I'm fine with uh, them trying to postpone this game. Here's what I don't want: this pisses me off. Like LSU, everyone's like, "Well, if Arkansas can't go against Missouri, maybe they can move around Alabama and LSU, and they can play December 5th instead of Arkansas playing Alabama." If Arkansas, here's the thing: if Arkansas is ready to play against Bama next Saturday which is less than two weeks, we don't know. But if they're able to play against Alabama in Fayetteville December 5th, they better play that game. I will be pissed beyond belief if they move that game because they want Arkansas or Alabama and LSU instead first. That will just absolutely mm, that'll make me livid. Because what that will show again is like they don't respect Arkansas. They don't respect that game against Arkansas. They'd rather have Alabama and LSU instead just because of why not, instead of having Bama and LSU play December 12th. Like, which I know they can't do because Alabama's going to go to the SEC title game. But to me, sorry, LSU, you had your chance. You couldn't schedule the game. So instead, have Arkansas and Bama play. Like, it better happen that way. Again, if it doesn't, if it happens in the way that you can't play it because of Arkansas being out, I, you know, hey, what are you going to do? That's, that's how the cookie crumbles. But I am going to be livid beyond belief if they say, Arkansas, you play Missouri on December 5th, and then we'll move Bama and LSU to December 5th. No. No. Bama comes to Fayetteville December 5th. Arkansas is not going to Missouri on December 5th. Bama comes to Arkansas December 5th. Period. And if they try to, I will, I don't know what I'll do because it won't matter. But I will be pissed beyond belief if they do that crap. 
mainly because I have plans for the Bama game, a whole weekend made out of it. So maybe I'm talking a little selfishly, but still, it'll show the direct disrespect towards Arkansas. And I will write a very strongly worded letter to Hunter Yurichek saying, buddy, go fight these guys. <clears throat> go out there and teach them who's who and show them who's who. Again, I don't know if it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen, but <sighs> I just don't want it to happen. I'll be so mad. I'll be so mad. I'll be so mad. And we don't like it when, me, when I'm mad. We, we don't want that. I don't want that. I want to be happy. I want to be thrilled. I want to have a good time in Fayetteville December 5th and that weekend, especially because my buddy, who's a Bama fan, is coming into town. I want to show him a good time. So <clears throat> I'm not going to think about it yet. We'll just wait. But, man, that is going to be aggravating. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me at Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 